You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 74. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuni. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds, grab a cup of coffee or tea. Water's always good. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by your virtual ELE, and it is so new. We are currently looking for its founding members. If you are looking for a spiritual home and don't have one just yet, and you want to be part of something, make your virtual ELE your home until you find your physical spiritual home. For the details, wait until the end of this episode, or if you absolutely need to have information, go to arishawisdom.com forward slash iyaomileti. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those of you who are new to the Orisha Wisdom podcast, thank you. Well, thank you for listening. Welcome. This is a series that we have here where you, the community, gets to ask questions that you've always wanted to ask an Orisha priest, an Olorisha. And now you have the chance. I'll put on the show notes how you can ask your burning question for a chance of your question to be answered here on the podcast. Here's the link. It's easy, orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. No dashes, no nothing, just ask a priest. Priest. With that, let's get this episode going. Martin writes to us and asks, I'll read the whole thing. If food is given to the ancestors in the altar slash shrine, that is, if food is offered, how long does the food stay at the altar slash shrine? That is, when do we take the food away and what do we do with the food? Should we throw it and how and when? And should one give them food every day as one eats his or her household? First of all, Martin, thank you so much for writing to us. I'm actually, I'm going to take another something popped up and I want to make sure that I tell you literally as I'm recording, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to talk about something. That's me writing. Okay, perfect. Cause I want to make sure that we get to that particular note while we are chatting. Again, thank you, Martin, for writing to us with this question. 
This is actually a very good question, which deals with one of the practical aspects of our traditions. Let's back it up a bit before getting to your question. We believe that the ancestors are kept alive by us remembering them. Some of them will stay in heaven as guardians for us, watching out for us, for their family. Some decide to stay near us, to watch out for us, to guide us, that some of them really want to stay close to us. Some of them will come back. Some of these ancestors will decide to come back by reincarnation. And maybe they want to because you have been on point by remembering them. They feel that they can help you with this. They would like to come back to the earth experience. And they might be like, hmm, this might be a great time to go back into the family. So there are different dynamics and I'm simplifying it just so that we can just start with this topic. I would like to ask you this question. Did you, did any one of you see the movie Coco, the Disney movie named Coco, Coco, C-O-C-O, Coco? I hope you have. If you haven't, please, please watch it. It's on many languages, but the England, the English version is very, very good. A Spanish version is really, really good as well. This is a movie where Miguel, this is, we're going by the Mexican beliefs. Okay. So Miguel learns about the importance of the ancestors. He goes to the land of the ancestors. He has a great, great adventure. He meets his great grandfather. And when he meets him, he is afraid of something. He meaning the great grandfather and what it is that the ancestors find most important is being remembered, especially in El Dia de los Muertos in the Day of the Dead, being on that altar, having those offerings made at the cemetery, remembering them and being kept at home and the lighting of the little candles and all that stuff. Very, very important. I remember when I saw the movie that I was like, oh my God, they're talking about our tradition, just slightly different, but this is our traditions. We're talking about Egons, this is about the land of the Egons. We changed everything. It wasn't even like the muertos or the relatives. It's all Egon related. We in our traditions make altars and we give offerings to remember those who came before us. There is a kind of symbiotic relationship. At least this is what we're trying to start, a symbiotic relationship. We remember them, we do ebo, we make offerings, they help us to have a better life. In our traditions, we are able to live forever. You know, a lot of people, they're like in the pursuit of living forever, but we can actually do it. How do we do this? By being remembered. It is our job to teach our children to remember our ancestors so that someday they will be able to remember us and to teach their children to remember us and to keep our lineage going and going and going and going. Some people are like, oh my God, I don't like talking about dead things. I don't like talking about death. This is so morbid. Blah, I'm not doing it. It's not morbid. If you really think about it, that someday 
somebody will say, you know, I'm like, oh, dang, somebody remember me. That's kind of cool. Shoot, I want to be remembered someday, don't you? We think that things about death are really, really bad, but just remembering them is key. Now, let's go back to the question. I'm going to read it over so we can go through piece by piece. If food is given to the ancestors in the altar, I'm just going to put altar because he says altar shrine. That is food that is being offered. How long does the food stay at the altar? When do we take the food away? And what do we do with the food? Should we throw it away? How and when? And should one give them food every day as one eats in his or her household? Martin, the answers to this, because that's not just one question that you asked, dude. It was like many questions in one. They're going to change from spiritual house to spiritual house. And guess what? When you find your house, it may change again. So let's do the basic general answer. So I'm going to call these the rules of thumb, okay? Because they, they will change. But as you'll see, they won't change by much. But I'll give you some variations. Give a little bit extra of the food that you eat. Just a little. Now, here's where the variations go. Some people give a full serving and then some to their ancestors. If this is you, that's fine. Some people have a small plate that is just designated for the eggums. Highly recommended. I highly recommend this. Which is a dish that they will use just for eggums. That's it. No living person eats out of there. And they're served a little bit of everything in this little plate. It's almost like um, even a smaller than a salad plate, like, I don't even know, maybe six, six inches circumference, something like that. Even that small, totally okay. And just a little bit of everything. Do not, here's something else. Do not serve eggums anything that has been reheated. It has to be freshly made. So this is a very important rule of thumb. So if you cook today and you cook a lasagna and you're like, oh, this is so cool. And then you reheat what's left over. Do not serve that reheated one to the eggums. Only on the first day. Another rule of thumb. If you have a celebration and the food is catered. I don't know, somebody, you know, had, had a birthday and you still want to share with your eggons? Absolutely share with your eggons. And I just want to make sure because I, okay, no, the note is not going to go there. And you explain why you are sharing that meal because of the celebration of baby Tommy, the birth of so-and-so, the birthday, the graduation, the anniversary, blah, blah, blah. And then you tell them, you know, I'm here. This this food was catered. We just want to share with you. And here's a slice of cake. They like cake. Give them cake. And, you know, and you serve them that. When to give them food. When. Here's some different rules. Some people say at every meal. Just like you eat, they eat. Some people choose one day a week, which is the day that you take care of their shrine, you do all that stuff, and in that meal, you bring that in. Some people choose a few days a week. Let's say Sunday and Friday. I'm just saying. 
if, oh, here's another one. Some people say whenever you can. So these are the variations. If you do not have a spiritual house, then I will say that it is up to you. I'd say if you're new to this practice, start with once a week and then grow from there. Most people, I will tell you, will do this on Sunday because they take care of the eggons before. And if you have warriors, usually the day to take care of the warriors is on Monday. But some people choose different days. I'm just saying this is what I hear a lot of. How long should the food stay there? Here, <laughs> here's some more on that. Some people remove the food after they are done eating. So let's go through this. So in the beginning, you cook the food, blah, blah, blah. Everybody serves the food and you serve on a little dish and you serve this on the table. And then usually the kids are the ones that I told you if you have kids, they're the ones who will put the plate of food on the Egun shrine. And then everybody comes back and we all eat, we talk, blah, blah, the music's going, whatever it is. And then afterwards, then they remove the food from the eggs after they're done eating. Here's another school of thought. Some people remove the food the next day, so they leave it overnight. Some people leave the food until the next time food is served to the eggs. So story time. When I got started, I really liked this. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm going to have my little bova that. I'm going to have my little whatever because I thought everything was all combined. And I picked one day a week. My day was Monday. My day was Monday and I would take care of that. When I got my warriors, then my day still was Monday. And then sometimes I wouldn't remember. But anyway, I thought that this was just once every week. And then that plate would get all kinds of gross, but I wasn't told when to, like, I wasn't given any other instruction. I wasn't told anything else. And it was gross. I, it would get all dry and hard. It was gnarly sometimes, I tell you. Don't do what I did. So you remove it. We're going to talk about what you're going to do, which is what do you do with the food? So let's say, we're going to do number one. We all remember the lasagna. We're going to cook the lasagna. Lasagna was hot. You made it from scratch. It was great. Everybody loved it. And you put that little plate to the eggs. And then let's say in this example, we are going to remove the plate because now we're done eating. Everybody had the dessert. Eggon got dessert too and all that stuff. It's time to do. What do we do with it? I'm going to keep it so simple. You pick it up. You throw the food into the trash. You say thank you. Thank you, you know, for... I guess, sharing this meal with us and you toss it in your trash and then you wash the dish and then you put it back on the shrine. I do not keep the plate in the kitchen with the rest of my dishes. It is kept with the shrine. Another practice that I've seen other people do is that they keep a separate like sponge just for the spiritual stuff, especially egg stuff so that the stuff for the living is the stuff for the living and the stuff for the dead is for the dead. So just another, come on, it's like 25 cents a sponge, 50 cents. And you could keep that to the side. Um, half the time I don't remember, don't kill me, but half the time I don't remember and I'll just wash it. I don't put the dish in the dishwasher just because I'll just hand wash it really quick and that's about it. Sometimes if it is a celebration, I have forgotten 
and I will take it off the next day. But again, it just, the food goes to the trash. It gets slid off with like a paper towel or something if it's a little stuck. And then the plate is washed and then it goes back onto the shrine until the next time it is um, time to give them, to share, to share with them. A point, couple of points that I have. Find your groove. I wrote this because it's going to become a bit more solid as you find your spiritual house because now it's a whole lot of you that are all doing the same practice. So just find your groove for the now. It's a good, good practice to start. And I want you to consider it instead of a chore. So in the beginning, this was very, very exciting, but then it became a chore and I had to kind of change the way that I saw it. It's just an act of sharing what you have. You share your coffee, share your tea, um, and do a little prayer. I have a friend of mine, and she does this. I don't have a boveda anymore, but she has a boveda, and she drinks coffee every morning. So you know what she does? She makes an extra cup for the eggs, and as she is sipping her coffee, getting ready in the morning, she's talking to them, and she does a little prayer and all that stuff, and it keeps her connected. I like this idea. I like this idea. I was doing tea a lot, but then I spilled it and my husband got all mad because it was a nice little piece of cloth underneath. He's like, you're messing up my stuff. And I was like, dang it. So now I'm going to have to find like a little plastic something to put my cup in in case something spills. But it's just an act of sharing what you have. Share your meals. Tell them that they'll always be remembered and that you hope that they will bless you so that you always have food to share. It's an act. It's a spiritual act at the same time. And I think it's very beautiful if you think of it that way. It sounds like this question should be a common sense question, but no, it isn't. And not that you don't have common sense, Martin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, I thought everybody had the answer. And I realized when I read your question, I didn't have the answer either. It was just, you're going to put this to your eggs. Okay, I'll do it. But what do you do after? There were there was never an explanation of what to do after. So I am glad that you asked this question. Because I wish that this was something that would have been explained to me much earlier. I mean, I learned this second, third, fourth, and how many books and forums. Like I learned that on my own. And I hope that this will help you in the future to strengthen your connection to your eggons, your ancestors. So thank you, Martin, for writing to us with this question. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to arishawisdom.com forward slash 74 for the 74th episode. This episode was brought to you by your virtual ELE. Right now, we are still looking for its founding members. Congratulations to the first six that have joined us. I am looking for 21 more. And as a founding member, you will have a say how this community is going to be built. And there will be a monthly community times where you will be able to join and we will all learn together. To find out more details, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the tile that says your virtual Ile. And listen to listen to 
the audio that is there. See if it resonates with you. And I will, you know, if you're asking who is this for, it is for people who do not have a spiritual home yet. They are looking for a community. And I've already explained that what this is, this is going to be a monthly space. Why? We decided to create this one because one of our alumni of Alejos 101 highly suggested this. It's like, you know, Alejos 101 is great. You get seven weeks of calls, but then what? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Then what? And so he suggested this. So big kudos to Will for this. I can't thank you enough. I was very scared. I was very scared because I'm like, that's going to be a lot of work. But I think he's right. I think this is something that is absolutely needed. And how do you get there? Just go to arishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. Look for the little picture on the tile and see you there. There are 21 more spots as of now still available. And I think that is going to be amazing because you will help me to make it amazing. Have you found value in what I do and the content that I create? If you do, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti and you'll have access to all of the podcasts before they are published and other perks such as exclusive content that will never be posted anywhere else, not even on the emails, it's only there. And one of the fun ones that we did was that bloopers were included and I have been collecting them because you should see some of the testing stuff that happens. It's wicked. It's crazy. And some of it is hysterical. So if you are able to come and support the Orisha Wisdom podcast, I can't wait to see you there. And I thank you in advance for your support as well as all of our existing patrons of Patreon. If you like this episode, you find it valuable for your spiritual growth, especially on what to do with your food for the food offerings for your eggons. Share this podcast episode so that someone else can also get something out of it, especially this episode, which I wish I would have had like eons ago instead of having gnarly, gnarly things <laughs> at my altar. And I'd be so grateful if you have a couple of minutes to spare. If you hop on over to iTunes, leave us a review. I read everything, every single one comment that you guys make. And, you know, it gives us the fuel to keep going, gives us suggestions. And sometimes when we're having those tough days, man, they are so, so helpful. I, I, I just want to thank you in advance for those five minutes, because to me, they mean the world. If you are on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we are going to continue to dive into Ask a Priest questions because a lot of you have sent in so many questions and I'm like, oh my God, I got to tackle so many of them. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? 
Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.